Welcome to CruxCast. Whether you're in your car, at work, or at home, we hope you enjoy this interview. And if you do, you can find more like it on cruxinvestor.com. So please subscribe. We speak today to Paul Hewitt, who's the CEO of RNC Minerals. They're a TSX-listed company with a gold asset in Australia. They also have a nickel asset in Canada, which we'll talk about at another time. Their quarterly results came out today. Some pretty good numbers in there. Cost down, cash in the bank up, lots of optionality for the company. We discuss how he's managed to do that in a time which has involved bushfires, flooding, and COVID-19. Enjoy the podcast. Paul, how you doing, sir? Hey, Matt, how are you today? I'm all good. I'm all good here. Long time, long time. But you have got some fantastic results I see today. Well done, congratulations. You pleased? Yeah, look, uh, it's hard not to be pleased when you can deliver results like we have uh, in the current environment. So I'm, I'm absolutely thrilled with the team and the results we've had. So it's, it's been a, an outstanding Q1 for us. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, really, and that's the bit I want to talk about, actually. But why don't you give us the like headline numbers for people who haven't perhaps seen the press release yet? We'll put a link to it on in the comments section. But I want to talk to you about how you've managed to do it in a second. So why don't you go? Sure. Let me let me focus on a a couple of things first, Matt. Obviously, the production we had guidance out to the market right now, ninety to ninety-five thousand ounces. Uh, Q one despite the challenges we've had with COVID. And even in January, we had issues with rain and flooding. Uh, we managed to achieve just slightly under 25,000 ounces. Look, if you multiply that times four, you know, we're on a path to do about 100,000 ounces, which is the high end of our guidance. So I'm extremely happy with the results with respect to production. Alongside that, we've managed now three consecutive quarters, Matt, to reduce our all-in sustaining costs. We've been very, very focused and disciplined at following our costs. Uh, we, we've always targeted four things. Those four things were renegotiating royalties, people on productivity rates, top 20 vendors, and all those things that we've been working on have, have been successful. We're getting to where we need to get to to reduce that ASIC. So our all-in sustaining cost was dropped by another $30 an ounce um, we're down to about $1,100 an ounce. Our target internally is get it to $1,000 an ounce US. Our guidance for the year was 1,050 to 1,200. It was a larger range. But the truth is um, early in January, we were faced with some floods on the heels of the fires from Q4. So, you know, we, we've had a challenging go here in Q1 and the team have still managed to consistently deliver. So. It's nothing to balk about. It's, I'm pretty proud of them, actually. It's a pretty exciting time for us and our Gerald. Well, yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean, the the thing that amazes me is that you're 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 forecasting the same numbers that you you did at the beginning of the year, despite the fires, despite the floods, despite COVID nineteen. How are you managing to do this? Yeah. So look, um, we've been very proactive on the COVID front. One of the things that, that happened to us that was actually not, was unplanned, but it was a blessing for us, was the fact that when Graham came on, we talked about earlier on, almost every interview I've had with you, Matt, I talked about how our turnover rate went from 87% to 16%. But one thing I wasn't saying in that interview was the, where our population or our people reside. We used to have about 80% of our people fly in, fly out to beta hunt. 
That's completely reversed now since Graham's taken over. We have 70% of our workforce that are local, 30% fly and fly. That turned out to be a tremendous, tremendous blessing for us throughout this COVID. The lowest we ever got to with our workforce at the worst, uh, the lowest of a trough was 68%, which coincides perfectly with where our workforce is located. So when there was, we were struggling to get people in and out of the plane, our workforce was still coming to work. We're now above 90% with both Beta Hunt and Higginsville. 90% of our workforce is, is uh, at the mine site. So that's a huge change. By, by managing to get that workforce locally, we reduce costs, we reduce costs fly and fly out, but we've managed to maintain our production. Coupled with that, Graham did an extremely good job at hiring a nurse right out of the gate. Look, it was way back in February. It was very, very early on. I think we were actually the first mining company to hire nurse doctors to do some pre-screening, to bring them to the mine site, to put them at the airports. We've been very, very disciplined at making sure that our people coming into the mine site are properly quarantined so that we're not infecting any of the workforce. All these things that we've been doing have been very proactive and have helped us to maintain our guidance. Look, I was asking one of the bankers yesterday, Matt, what is what is the number uh, for those that have maintained guidance? The number I got was anywhere from 40 to 50% of all mining companies have dropped guidance. We're very fortunate being based in Western Australia that you know none of the governments have come in and shut us down. We're being very proactive. We're being very disciplined in what we do. And as a result, you see the numbers in Q1. So one of the other things I just want to talk about is, is another step we're doing to be very proactive. Look, we, we can't say for certain where this is going. I don't think anybody can, to be quite honest. But we're, we're, we're taking the worst case scenario. We're saying, what if? What if we get called and, and we're forced to shut down? If that happens, we have placed a stockpile in front of our mill. We built up a stockpile. We're mining from three sources today. We're mining from Fairplay, Beta Hunt, and Baloo. We've got about 100,000 tons of stockpile in front of the mill. If you're running 4,000 tons a day, that's about almost a month's worth of feed. So putting that in front of the mill is a very disciplined approach. In fact, I will tell you this, it's what saved us in Q4. When we bought Higginsville, Matt, I, I remember telling you this early on. When we bought Higginsville, we got the mine, the mill, but we also got a stockpile. When we had those fires in Q4, we ended up using that stockpile. We had a 100,000 ton stockpile. We depleted it down to nothing. So come middle of January, we're faced with no more stockpile. We start building it up by adding Fair Play North into our mixture. Adding that into our mixture, and now we're... we're we're, we're putting in safeguards. We're being we're taking away that risk. We're making sure that we have ore and feed in front of the mill in case we get a call where we're, we're asked to shut down the operations or things like that. We believe that because there's only six to 10 people at the mill, there's gonna be an opportunity to continue to run the mill. So we're, we're making sure we're very proactive in case the roads get closed, in case materials or supplies stop coming in. Okay, stockpiling, I get. that. That's smart, and I do remember it from the previous conversation that you, that, that you had done that, and it kind of saved the day, as it were. So you're getting back to building up that stockpile. I'm really, I was really kind of getting at what has 
building up this cash, this free cash flow that you are accumulating. You are making money now. You're making a lot of money now, right? Ah. Uh, nice, right? It's always nice. But it's giving you optionality, right? So you've, you've talked previously about the ore sorter and bringing that in in terms of improving productivity. You, what are the other things that it's allowing you to do now? And what are the things that just in your head that you're thinking, well, what's it going to allow us to do in the future? Because money brings options. So look, let's just talk about the cash first and I'll talk about the exploration upside. In Q1, we managed to increase our cash position to $38.4 million Canadian. Um, what was that? Probably around 4 to $5 million increase from Q4. And that, look, this is an important part here. That is despite paying into $5.3 million into hedges. These were legacy hedges that were put in place to to reduce dilution when the mill was bought, Matt. So the, the hedges make sense why they were put in place for the debt. Now, we had 7,500 ounces of hedges in Q1, which cost us $5.3 million. You add that into what we actually added to our treasury, you're close to nine to $10 million of free cash flow in, in Q1. That's an impressive quarter. Now. Where do we go from here? Q2, we burn off those hedges. We believe wholeheartedly that uh, people are investing in us. In fact, we're hearing it. People are telling us, look, Paul Hewitt, don't hedge, don't hedge. I believe gold is going somewhere else. And look, I've been in gold 30 years. I also believe gold is, is not capped yet. I think there's, it's un, there's an unlimited amount to where gold can become here in the, in the next year or so. So... Q2, we will have no more hedges. We've got about 3,500 ounces left, Matt. 3,500 ounces, we had 7,500 replaced in Q1. It's easy math, it's 2,500 ounces per month. That's what we were doing. So once these 3,500 ounces are gone, our hedges are gone, we're selling at the open market. Now, what do we do about it? Well, let's face it. We are in a district that hasn't had much exploration in almost two decades. We've been talking about it. We've managed to reduce that Morgan Stanley royalty. We've, we've always said, if we can do some work on these royalties, we're going to change uh, these these locations of mines. We are in an area 1,800 square kilometers. In, in Within four months, we've identified five new areas at HGO within that 1800 square kilometers. So extra cash uh, will add drilling. We believe organic growth is certainly, certainly something that's something that's doable for us, but certainly having extra cash opens up a lot of opportunities. And, and look, uh, of the five, uh, I'll talk about Fair Play North, which has been very instrumental to us generating the stockpile. I'll talk about Aquarius. Aquarius is just south of the mill. The Trident mine was what the mill was built for. It produced a million ounces, Matt. We've got a resource directly south, five kilometers south of our mill. It's called Aquarius. Uh, this thing is wide open. We have intercepts of 600 gram, 200 gram across two meters. We've drilled some holes into that. So some of that money you're saying, well, what do you do with cash? There's no doubt that us putting money back into the ground, reinvesting into ourselves, paying off our debt, will really create shareholder value. Does Trident and Aquarius connect? Do you have enough data? What do you know? Yeah, so we, we look, I, I would never go out on a limb to say that, but I would say that yesterday on our call, 
there's indication now that Mouse Hollow and um, geez, Hidden Secret. Hidden Secret. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, I remember. yeah, there's so many of them. There's so many dark. Mouse Hollow and Hidden Secret are two satellite pits that are between Baloo and, and, and our mill. So they're closer to the mill. Their grades are similar to Baloo, uh, 1.5 to 2 gram. Very high grade open pits. There's a potential that these open pits, actually, these two satellite pits, could connect. We're looking at that. You ask where the dollars, that's a great place to spend dollars for our shareholders where we can unlock value. If these things connect, um, look, we, we, who knows what could happen in this district, right? Again, five areas, uh, four months. We got the Fair Play North, we're mining it. Mouse Hollow, Hidden Secret, Aquarius, and then that zone to the north of the geophysics. It's a five kilometer structure that's been identified. So. You can't help but be excited in this district and, and, and executing, hitting on all cylinders. Um, and look, at the end of the day, producing cash, I couldn't be happier. Um, and look, one more thing, Matt, I think that's really, really relevant here. People sometimes forget gold is twenty-six to $2,700 an ounce Australian. When you consider the metal price in U.S. dollars, but you consider the FX, oh my God. Never in my lifetime have I seen gold like this. In fact, it's been a world, it's been a record in Australia, so it's, it hasn't happened in anybody's lifetime. So it's it's quite exciting to be mining in Australia at our location with these metal prices and, and knowing that there's no cap on gold. Who knows where it goes to from here? No, I think a lot of people are quite excited about you know where it could potentially go. Watch this space? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um well, look, I mean, great quarter under the conditions. As you say, not many people doing it. I mean, we, we interview a lot of companies. Um, I can count on one hand how many people are. So congrats on that, um, you and the, and the team, obviously. Um, looking forward to seeing what you're going to be able to do with all of this cash. I think it's a very exciting year for you. And, I, you know, when I, I, it's no secret. You know, I, I, um, do, we do write about you and we're very positive about what you've been able to do in a short space of time. Um, I think this year's started off tough, but it'd be great to see what you can do by the end of it. So thanks for picking up the phone. Uh, keep talking to us. If there's any new news, let me know. I'm sure it'll come thick and fast. All right. You'll um, hopefully we'll be talking sooner rather than later. You take care, Matt. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed the interview, why not subscribe to Cruxcast? or our website, cruxinvestor.com, and of course, our YouTube channel, Crux Investor. Plus, you can catch us most days on Twitter and LinkedIn. We really love getting your feedback, so please keep it coming, and we'll speak to you again soon.